Falcon was you keeping up. This, this man's on mute. <laughs> the old man is technologically uh, there. We go handicapped. <laughs> I I, uh, I knew I was on mute, and I was trying to unmute it. It just wouldn't work. You know? Yeah, youths. But <laughs> this is an episode of GSPN with your hosts. Darth Jafar. I have like insane diarrhea. Falcon Chu. Let's get it started. And Siete Uno. Bullshit. Fuck life. Fuck everything. Fuck. Fuck this. Fuck that. Fuck it. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy the ride with GSPN. And here's today's host. Good morning. I hope that you're listening to GSPN first thing in the morning oh never mind i forgot our episodes come out like around noon right yeah <laughs> <laughs> well, i mean you can listen to it in the morning just wait until the next day good good as one of my co-workers says every morning she says good day and then i always I say good morn hey i mean it's i i don't it don't bother me but hello this is falcon Chu. And uh, I'm accompanied by Darth Jafar and Siete Uno. Hello, everyone. <laughs> Hello, motherfuckers. And um, you're hearing my voice today. This means, first of all, that I survived. Uh, we didn't talk about this, but uh, a few weeks ago, <laughs> <laughs> I almost died at Siete's house. Um, yeah, you did. <laughs> I forgot about that, but I forgot about that too. Honestly, <clears throat> yeah, I almost died. It was uh, Cilantro's birthday that we were celebrating, and my plan that I constructed was for us to go to three bars and end the night. But Cilantro said the music isn't good here. I want better music, so the idea came up to go to this bar called Knockout, which is on the uh, <clears throat> strip. By uh, San Antonio College, which is predominantly gay. Sorry, I was looking for the right term. But yes, and um, I didn't realize that because I never knew that this bar was there, knock outside. I used to go to that strip a while back, you know, in the younger days, but I didn't know about knockouts. But at any rate, we had a good time there. But then as time went on, uh, we exited the the premises, and we was getting in our Uber, and and, and I was grabbed. My oh, arm yeah. was grabbed, and uh, I don't remember much of it. Seattle probably remembers a little bit more than me, but my, my my arm was grabbed, and then I heard, "Where are you going?" And then I just laughed and waited for our group to get into the Uber, and then I got in the Uber. After that, I don't remember anything else. Um, I know, like, we, we got home at, at Sieta's house, and I didn't want to go inside the house immediately because I was afraid that I was going to throw up. So I stuck outside for a while. And next thing I know, I was inside the extra spare room, the spare room, and uh, I was trying to take off my shoes, and Sieta was like, take off your shoes. And I was like, they have zippers. And he was like, oh, yeah, they do have zippers. And, um, <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, I was like, talking shit to Sieta. I was like, why are you being mean to me? And stuff like that. And like we like recorded. Prison. Yeah. 
Yeah, we, we recorded some of it, and I, I accused Siete of being teamed up with uh, whoever it was that drugged me. I was like, yeah. you're, you're with them, aren't you? And uh, Siete was like, yeah, yeah, I am. Yeah, I gave you a roofalada and all this stuff, you know. And um, <clears throat> it's funny because in the recording you can hear it. And uh, Siete is also yelling at me in the recording. He's like, he's like, scoot over so cilantro can lay there. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you laid like it's like motherfucker. You, the way you laid, you just laid in the middle of the bed, like like long or, or widthwise, not lengthwise. And I'm like, motherfucker. <laughs> what do you expect from someone who got injected in the chest with drugs? Because the next day there was an unexplained hole in my chest. That last. <laughs> Maybe Serb bit you. Because you were holding Serb for the... Like, when you were outside, you were just, like, holding him. And I was really? Like, I was like, what the fuck are you doing? And, like, you are like, petting him. Yeah, I don't remember that. Yeah. But... And then the cops, like, passed by, and they, like, looked at us, like, while you were standing out there. This was, like, three or four o'clock in the morning. Bullshit. And then I, I told yeah. you, I was like, hey, man, uh... Why don't we go to the back so we don't get uh, drive-by on us? And you're like, oh, yeah. And you just went to the back and you fell asleep in the back. Did I ever sit on your couch in the living room? No. Oh, for a little bit, yeah. And then you got up, went outside, and then you went to the back couch in the, in the the on the deck. And you fell asleep on there. Wow. And then I made <laughs> you tacos that you didn't eat. I wanted them. I told... I told Cilantro, let's take them. The next morning, I said, take them. And she said, no. And I was like, he made them for me. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I didn't realize all that happened. But, um, so like I said, I'm alive here today. Thanks to good people in my life. Like, uh, Siete Una, who made sure that I, they did not give me a popper there at the at the club because they were offering poppers which cilantro said is to open up the anus <laughs> to allow to allow easier entry yep so long story short uh falcon got pegged that night did not <laughs> well i wouldn't know if i did anyway you were in the queue for it though they put me in the queue <laughs> it's like that borat movie where he's like He's like, and then I woke up the next day and my anus was this big. <laughs> anyway, I'm sorry to take you on that um, unfortunate ride. ride that I was on. <clears throat> that they were on as well. Um, so today we're talking about, we're going to start out. Um, speaking of uh, getting drugged and feeling like a mindless person that's controlled by controlled by fungus um, <laughs> we're talking about the last of us which which stars pedro pascal and um can you can y'all tell me the girl's name bella ramsey Ella Ramsey, who was in Game of Thrones and was a badass in Game of Thrones. And then HBO says, we want her back. And they brought her into The Last of Us. And she was badass again. And um, so 
I know y'all y'all both played the game. Oh no, Sieta, you played the game. Jafar, you're interested in playing the game, right? I, I I'm about an hour and a half and no two hours into the game, but I'm I'm sucking at it. I haven't played in a few days. <laughs> the Last of Us ain't an easy game. <laughs> it really is not, dude. Like I my stealth. I need to be make better decisions. <laughs> yeah, dude. It's it's a very stealthy game. Oh, long. Well, yeah, I don't know personally about the game, uh, but the show itself, you know, I thoroughly enjoyed the show. Um the first very first episode pulled at the, the heartstrings. As they want to, and often, I don't know if it's just HBO fashion or if it's anything else, but the first episodes right out the gate seem to hit hard. And then they just take you on that ride. Um, Especially since you're a Padre now. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I'm at. And this guy at work told me that he cried in the first episode, and I was wondering, like, what it was that he was crying about. (laughs) And then I saw it, and I was like, God damn, I get you. And um, and then also, uh, you know, midway through there was the, another episode with with the two dudes. What was what was that one called, Siete? Henry and Sam. Is that them? Yeah, the two guys. Yeah, the one with the little or kid that's Nick blind. Offerman. Oh or no, Nick not. Offerman. Yeah, the one with Nick Offerman. Oh, that's uh, Bill and Frank. Bill and Frank, yeah. So that one was a little weird because, I mean, no, it wasn't weird because of what it contained. Canceled. Yeah, no, no, just no, got canceled. No. Listen, listen, God up, damn you, Linda. Listen, Linda. The reason, <laughs> speaking of Bill and Frank. <laughs> but, uh, no, uh, the reason it was weird was because. I was at the dealership getting my oil changed, and I was watching this episode, and shit was about to go down. Why is this guy watching gay porn at a, <laughs> at exactly. a dealership? Luckily, I had a wall behind my back, but I still felt like those probably cameras, and they were just like watching. So that was that's why it was weird. That was a good storyline, though. And then and then the the guy with his brother, uh, which was the other team convention. That was crazy. So a lot of a lot of crazy moments. Um, I know I'm being real general here, but I recently just finished The Last of Us, and um, oh, you know, if if there was anything that motivated me to get back into Call of Duty, it would be Pedro Pascal in that hospital in the last episode. <laughs> um, that was like motivation and encouragement for me to you know just not give up and and try again but but i will go to uh darth jafar first since you have just started playing the game but you also have seen the show um you know just your thoughts man like you know how it is i know just starting out the game you may see some resemblances and i don't have anything to go based off of but what you think man Uh... Yeah, I mean, from what I was reading in comments and stuff is that the show stuck pretty close to the layout of the game, minus a few tweaks here and there. And I can already kind of see that uh, uh, up to the point where I am right now. Like, even some of the dialogue feels like it was just minorly tweaked for the for the adaptation. Um, but, uh, 
Yeah, the, the for the show, the acting, especially on Bella Ramsey's part, like uh, Pedro Pascal's going to Pedro Pascal. Uh, but Bella Ramsey, man, she fucking killed it. Like, whenever I imagine myself as a father, um, I've always said I want a girl first before I want a boy because I feel like if I have a boy first, I'm going to be tougher because I don't know how to handle male-to-male relationships like that since I didn't have my dad. But uh, so I want a girl first so that I can kind of ease myself into parenting. But if I, I always imagine if I have a daughter, she would be like how Bella Ramsey is portraying Ellie in the show. Like, I would want her to be kind of tomboyish and kind of have like a, a bit of a mouth on her. And, you know, I would have that kind of relationship where I'm like, hey, like, don't watch what you're saying, like, in front of certain people. <laughs> like, come on. <laughs> like, stuff like that. So she's, and she's real snarky and, and, but you can tell she's really smart. And so I, I think for me, the episode that got me was, and I can't wait to get to this point in the game, is when she is going through everything with uh, the, the cannibal people and David and the place is burning down around her. And she kind of has to fend for herself without Joel. And she, you know, she takes care of business i guess to say it and and kills david on her own and i guess uh his friend who the the cameos by the voice actors of the video game shout out to them as well also shout out to the actress who played tess i forget her real name but uh she was the lead actress in the show fringe uh which is one of my favorite sci-fi shows of all time so shout out to her i was like i know this bitch (laughs) <laughs> and I had to like look her up, and I was like, "Damn, she's so much older." But uh, Fringe is a great show. But yeah, the the episode where she like hacks away at David, and then she goes out into the snow, and the whole like Joel calming her down, and uh, you know, people are like, "That's the first." He calls her baby girl, and people are like, "That's the first time he says baby girl since the night that his daughter died in his arms." because he was calling her baby girl then and that's kind of like the true moment of like this is a symbi- uh, or surrogate father-daughter relationship um, yeah man the, the show is just I think really great I think it was kind of weird having the last episode be as short as it was I think they could have dra- dra- dragged it out maybe for an extra 15 minutes and really put a little more emphasis on him going back to get her because it kind of just felt like a a summary of what he went through to go and get her in the hospital it's just a quick like boom 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 boom, boom. i'm here i got her like there could i don't know what they could have done different but i'm sure i'll i'll sense a difference when i play the game uh but yeah the writers did a great job making you feel connected to all these characters that we got throughout all the random episodes and and like you know like bill and frank you only got them for the one episode but but by the end of the episode you felt like you know you had the water in your eyes you were like damn bill and frank and then henry and sam you know you, you only knew them for about an episode 
And by the end of their story, you're like, damn, dude, like Henry and Sam, like you were kind of sad. It's like amazing how they made you connect with these characters in such a such a short amount of time. Um, So I gave the show like about a 9.5 out of 10. Like for me, I think it was great. I just think the ending could have been a little longer and, you know, to really force it. But I know we're going to get a second season anyway, so... We'll see what that brings. As far as the game goes, I'm only like two hours in. Uh, I don't even know if there's like a setting for difficulty. I think I just started playing on whatever it does, but Jesus Christ, dude. (laughs) (laughs) The Last of Us is not an easy game. (laughs) Yeah, and and I'm getting used to the controls because the controls are like a little more different than I've ever used in any game. Like Sprint is L1 and like switching weapons around I, today i died like three times in a row because i kept accidentally throwing bricks instead of like using the pipe <laughs> like yeah so it, it was pretty pretty fucked but uh hopefully i can beat the game i don't i don't think i'm gonna beat it soon i think i'm gonna take it slowly but here i'm just gonna chip away at it pound the rock <laughs> pounding the rock yeah man that's me um yeah man i was really uh really excited about the show i i never i well i played about half of the game and then i kind of like gave up as well because it was just fucking tough like it's a very it's a very tough a very tough game to play but he but i did watch the entirety of that of that playthrough the dlc which is the episode with Riley, and then I've seen all of The Last of Us Part Two, which can't wait for you guys to see that one. I can't wait for y'all to fucking hate on that shit. Um, but he, it was good. I like, uh, like Jafar was saying, they kept it really close to the game. Like, it's like minor stuff. Like, the only major change was the episode of Bill and Frank because Bill and Frank they were still like lovers. But uh, at the end of the day, Frank, or like by the end of it, Frank was like, fuck Bill. I'd rather die or turn into a fucking infected rather than stay at Bill's house and fucking deal with his rules. And uh, that's exactly what happened to him. So it was uh, that was a little more of a sad, a sadder. Well, I don't know. I guess both of them were sad, but he. But, yeah, and I mean, like, just some of the Easter eggs that I put in there, like, there was a lot of people that made cameos from the game into the show. Like, Marlene was the actor from the game. Tommy, the the voice actor for Tommy, he was the the bearded guy in Kansas City with the gun. So he was there. Joel, the guy that voiced Joel, was the... uh, second in command for David and then Ellie's mom is the voice actor that played Ellie. So I felt it was like a really good, I, 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 I like Ashley Johnson. Ashley Johnson's a really good actress. I think she needs to do more shit, but I, I was happy to see all of that. I'm definitely, I'm definitely curious how they're going to do the second part because there's a lot of shit that happens in the second part. A lot of... I don't know how they're going to be able to do it. And I, I am curious how fans are going to react with The Last of Us Part Two, Because 
people hated that game. Hated I have it with a passion. A slight theory that they're gonna they're gonna stretch it out and not without giving spoilers away. They're not gonna include a certain thing <laughs> that made people not like the game. They may not include that until maybe season three, or maybe that's how they'll end season two. Well, I, I think that's one part that I feel like I'm curious about. But the other part is just the fact that you play as, as and of course, Falcon, I know you don't know, but uh, when I, I think a lot of players hated the fact that they had to play as Abby, um, which is just spoiler without context for Falcon. But. Um, I, I think that was a major, like, why the fuck are we, why the fuck are we doing this, guys? <laughs> I don't want to do this part, but he, I, um, I'm curious, I'm excited, I really want to, uh, to see it, but, uh, I did have a question for the both of y'all, um, and I asked that because I listened to the podcast of them, like, talking about The Last of Us. And I was, it was, I, I was interested to hear what it said, what they said, but was Joel right at the end is the question. Um, oh yeah, I think Jafar is going to have a more in-depth answer. So, <laughs> so I'll, I'll go first. Uh, but, but I think, um, I think he was. I think he was uh, right because um, Homegirl was like, oh, because they were like, Ellie, you know, you don't know if this is what Ellie wants. You didn't ask her. And Homegirl was like, it is like, it is what she wants. She would want this. She would want to save the better. She would want to save all people by sacrificing herself. But at the same time, I was like, how do you know that? Because you didn't ask her. And, um, well, you know, uh, I don't think those, okay, first of all, he lied, right? He lied when he said that there was a lot of others like her. Yeah. It was just her. Okay. Um, <laughs> you know, like Jafar said, being, being, a, being a padre, I have to say that he was he was right because he had developed this connection with her and she said she was with him till the end and um you know I I I, I would have done the same thing it's a matter of opinion I guess Falcon I mean uh, Jafar what do you think Well I know I've read quotes from the creator of the game saying that this the whole purpose of it was to to show that the dark there's a dark side of love mm -hmm. are you willing to to sacrifice saving the entire world for for one relationship um i don't know if my answer will surprise anybody but i'm still gonna say i'm gonna agree that joel is in the right because in and you know me i'm a technic technicality guy Marlene, her words exactly were, our doctor thinks, our doctor believes that he can do this. 
Mm-hmm. And so in that situation, it's like, I'm not letting you do shit until you know. <laughs> and don't tell me you think. Tell me you know. You know, mm-hmm. so so in, in that case, I was on Joel's side. Yeah, and I agree. I mean, I, I, I and I'm kind of the same way with you, uh, Jafar. You know, he, um, he did. He didn't say he knew how to do it. He just said he thinks. And uh, I watch a lot of uh, of YouTube channels that like talk about nerd shit. And like, even some of them are like, scientifically, you can't prove that this would have worked because it's a uh, it's a fungus, not an it's a. Uh, yeah, it's a fungus. It's not a virus or anything. So there's no, yeah, there's no cure for it. But yeah, well, the, the experts said that. Yeah. So, uh, but the reason I asked that question is because they did uh, the the creator of The Last of Us did a poll when they were creating the game, and they said that for non-parents, the it was fifty fifty whether Joel was right or wrong. But he said that. For parents, it was a hundred percent. Joel was right, <laughs> and that that just uh, continued with Falcon's uh, Falcon's admission that <laughs> Joel was right. <laughs> but I get it. I mean, you know, and, and I mean, she's not my daughter, but uh, my niece, uh, you know, was born. She was three years old when this game came out. So when I watched this game, I was like, would I do this for my niece? Yeah, I would probably do this for my niece. I'd probably take out a whole hospital to protect her. So yeah, I uh, I get it, and I agree. I, I also think Joel was right. So, But I am curious, um, you know, a lot of shit's going to come back to, to haunt Joel by the second season. So I am curious how you all will react to that. We shall see. We shall see. But yeah, I've watched the show technically like six or seven times now. Because whenever <laughs> I whenever I watch a show, you know, like one of the things I do to pass time at work and stuff is watch reactors on YouTube. Mm. So I've I have like I said, I have like seven reactors that I follow religiously, That's... and all of them have reacted to. The Last of Us, so I've watched every one of them watch all the episodes. So by the time, like within a week after finishing the show, I had technically seen it again like six times. <laughs> that's that's funny that you watch reactors. I don't watch reactors. I watch people that break down the show. So I do technically rewatch everything, and I watch it like I have three or four people that break down the shows, like that go into detail about Easter eggs and. You know the uh, thematic me uh, 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 meanings and all that. So it's funny that we're like we're two sides of different coins there. Like we're you're watching the reactions, I'm watching the actual breakdown. So that's funny. Like that's interesting. But we're both basically watching the same shit. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Like yeah. technically, I've seen the MCU like probably fifty five times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and but yeah, yeah, and that's why. I, I mean, I like watching these breakdowns. Like I want, like before we got on here, I was watching a breakdown of um, the Ahsoka trailer, and like they went like scene by scene talking about everything that was going on, and I was like, it, it was cool because like you learn like history, like nerd history, 
And that's what I like about it. Like, I like learning, like, oh, I didn't know that. Like, that's good to, that's a, a good anecdotal information, a, a bit of anecdotal information that I'd like to keep. Very rightfully so. And, and um, so we look forward to season two. Sieta doesn't sound too confident about it. But uh, as as he put in the notes, possibly season three and four. And uh, yes. Uh, but the show did a very good job of having each individual episode be uh, meaningful. And um, y'all, y'all said that y'all like to rewatch the shows, but just in different methods and different ways, whether it's reactions or just people breaking down the shows. So speaking of rewatching something like that or recreating, you know, bam, 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 bam. <laughs> sorry, I uh, am under the influence, but I thought we were not going down that path anymore. So to... <laughs> but. So, um, <laughs> this this one, this one coming up here, is is about um, Harry Potter, and I did hear a little bit about this. I heard, saw like one clip of this uh, about the possibility or the no the what's going to happen of the Harry Potter somewhat of a reboot. Um, but we're gonna let our uh, Siete Uno take care of this one here as he goes over. Some interesting Harry Potter news, as well as uh, how him and Dr. Far and me are all playing Hogwarts Legacy right now. <laughs> yeah, man, you're playing Hogwarts Legacy a lot. I, every time I get on my PS5, I see your little icon on the ground playing. Mm-hmm. Ye, so, ye, first off, just with the news that's coming out, so WB, who owns... DC and they own Harry Potter. Uh, they're going to reboot the Harry Potter series and make a TV show of Harry Potter. And it's obviously going to be a seven season show. And each season will uh, be a book, basically. So more than likely, it's going to follow the books word for word almost, I would assume, more than, more than the movies did. And then uh, J.K. Rowling is going to come back and J.K. Rowling is going to come back and produce the show, which I know a lot of people have, have fun with. But he, I don't know. I'm curious. Like, I mean, me personally, I'm not. I, I think they should just leave it with the movies. Dude. The movies were fine. It's like remaking Star Wars. You, you don't do it, you know? Like, the movie was fine. You don't need to redo the, the movie again. But, Falcon, are you excited to, to see? Like, how do you feel like... Like, they're going to have new actors. They're going to have new everything. Like, are you going to... That? I am excited. However, I'm hoping that it's not something similar to, like, just a, a, like a spinoff, like a Fantastic Beast type of thing. I hope it doesn't feel like that, but I'm excited, and I feel like that this is going to make people want to go back into reading the books. Uh, for those who may have just seen the movies, or for those who may have just read the books once, this may make them want to go back and read these books again, because these uh, 
these series are supposed to go more into depth as to what the movies may have missed in the books and kind of portray those one that one clip that i did see was uh the the person was all excited about like how it was going to talk about the elves and the house elves and all that and i was like well i don't know how big a deal that is but yeah. um i don't remember that in the book that much he i remember you know the first first book was very i thought that was very close to the movie the movie and the book were pretty close because it was uh fairly simple but then as you go on to the other books there's a lot more and um you know, just excited to see what they put in, whether they're going to go more into depth about the midi-chlorians yeah. or, e, the <laughs> you know, midi-chlorians. the midi-chlorians, you know, uh, so, e. E, yeah, I mean, I'm excited to see the, um, the, how close they are to the book. I guess I do need to reread the books. That is something that I I guess I want to do again. But uh, Jafar, one question I have for you is how do you feel about J.K. Rowling uh, coming back and producing it? Like she's going to be a major part of the production. How are you feeling about that? She's not going to be a showrunner though, right? I, I don't think she's a showrunner, but she's going to be with the showrunner. Honestly... I don't really care because I don't think I really care about this reboot. Like, <laughs> I mean, sounds weird, but like it's kind of like you were saying, dude. The the idea, the fact that it's happening or is already in motion is just kind of bizarre to me because the movies they still hold up, dude. They're not even like the last one's not even like fifteen years old yet, mm-hmm. or it might be soon, but it's like. It's completely unnecessary. Um, I don't. I, I don't know why they're doing it. With especially with all the J.K. like issues that are going on right now too. It's like this isn't a good time to even try this because yeah, you're you know a lot of people. You, I don't know what audience they're trying to reach because I feel like anyone who's young right now is still able to get into the movies and and just read the books and and they can get by just on that alone uh i feel like it's too it's like you were saying like me remaking star wars like you can't picture anyone else as luke skywalker or han solo just like you have the gen xers the gen the our generation and even gen z like that's three generations of people who can probably not picture anybody else as Harry Potter and Hermione and Ron. Uh, Snape's legacy as, you know, Rick... Uh, Alan Rickman. I'm sorry, yeah, Alan, Alan Rickman. Like, anyone who gets cast as Snape, good fucking luck, dude. <laughs> um, yeah, it's it's going to be... I don't want to say it's going to be a shit show because... You know, I think I learned my lesson with seeing people shit talk movies like The Joker and and people shit talking Robert Pattinson as Batman, and then it ends up being really good. But I think just personally, I I already don't feel like it's necessary. Therefore, I don't really care who's involved or what's going on. If I do check it out, 
I don't I don't know when I'm going to check it out, and I don't know how dedicated I'm going to be to checking it out. I, I don't know if I'll even finish a season. I might just give it, like, three episodes and see what happens. Uh, it's going to be weird, too, because, I mean, like, it, you look at the kids in Stranger Things who grew up really fast. You're You're trying to make a show based on kids who go from 10 to 17 and, and you're trying to fit everything in those books in these seasons like you better pick some young ass looking kids or you better cast some like seven-year-olds to play those 10-year-olds because they're gonna grow up quick you know so, i don't know man i don't you know i just don't think it's necessary and i agree with you jafar and you know one thing i'm afraid of and i and you know, I feel like this is going to happen too, especially for this series. I feel like this is what's going to happen. Uh, and I'm not sure if you guys knew like all of the like full on everything that happened with uh, with this kid. But the first the, the first kid that played Anakin Skywalker, Jake Lloyd. After the Phantom Menace appeared, that kid fucking went through hell like people were hating on him. He couldn't get another job. He ended up like being, uh, getting like becoming like a like a criminal. Like he got arrested for theft. Like I think he was like doing hardcore drugs. Like it it hit him hard. And I mean, I'm not wishing this on to the kid that plays Harry Potter, but god damn it, I mean that's probably gonna happen to him. I mean, even fucking Daniel Radcliffe was fucking drinking on the on on the set of Harry Potter. Like that's how much pressure he had as the first Harry Potter. Can you imagine the second kid playing Harry Potter? Yeah. And all these expectations that he's going to have, like they're going to have to pick the bad the baddest fucking kid ever to play that. And I don't know, man. I I, I, I don't know what's going to happen with that. There's just no winning cuz like it, it, you like I said, I, if they are making everything by the book, a lot of people are just already too dedicated to the the movies and everything like that. And if they try to make it like its own thing and try to make it different, I think then you'll have the the whole backlash of like, well, this isn't how it is. They're just doing it for their agenda. Like, yeah. so I don't, yeah. Yeah, and fans, like, nerd fans in general are just not the greatest fan base in the world. Speaking of that, just really quickly as a side note, you saw The Mandalorian, right, Jafar? Uh, have you seen the episode where Grogu has his flashback of the night of Order 66? The most recent one? It was like, yeah, like, the one that happened this season. Okay, yeah. Okay, so spoiler alert, uh, Falcon, they show what happens and who saves him. And I don't know if you guys are you aware of this, but the person that saved him is actually the mocap actor of Jar Jar Binks. Redemption. And, and he got, that's redemption, you know, because kind of like with, with uh, Jake Lloyd, fucking Ahmed Best is his name, fucking got death threats, got all sorts of shit. He almost killed himself. Because people hated him so much. And it's just fucking insane how bad our, like, just nerd fan base can be. 
like to the point where he was he was legit gonna like he got onto the to the uh, bridge and he was gonna jump and then he came back because like the, a gust of wind kind of pushed him and he got scared and he was like oh shit I don't want to die yet and he came back and I was like fuck dude that's fucking intense bro uh, but you that's want to live. <laughs> oh goddamn <laughs> that was a little too I'm sorry, I didn't mean to laugh there, but that was that was funny. <laughs> oh my god! Um, but ye, I don't know. I'm just, I, I definitely think it's unnecessary. The movies were perfect as they were, and it's just going to cause a lot of heartache. And I, I have a feeling that the fans are not going to embrace it as much as WB thinks they are going to embrace it. I'm just hey. as excited for it as y'all are. <laughs> they should, not my Harry Potter. Not my Harry Potter. No, you know what they should do is they should make a story either in the future, like beyond Harry Potter, or way in the past. I think they 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 should just make it of the the founding of Hogwarts. The whole you know people would kill to see a storyline of Salazar Slytherin and Godric Gryffindor like having beef. Like use that. But no, it makes too much sense. I mean, they've already technically done that with uh, with Hogwarts Legacy, you know, going and making their own storyline. But uh, moving just kind of slightly into the world of gaming, Hogwarts Legacy has been out for about two months, I would say. Right. And Falcon is getting ready to finally be able to play it. It should be coming in like within the next two weeks, if I'm not mistaken. Or three weeks. Is it May or April? May. Getting, okay, I'm getting because uh, uh, Jedi Fallen or, or no Jedi Survivor comes out at the end of April, so that's what I'm going to be switching to. But Jafar and I have finished the game. I'm currently trying to hundred percent it. I don't know where Jafar's at, but that's what we are currently I've moved on. You've <laughs> moved on. Yeah, I'm. I'm almost. I'm just going through the different regions. I'm trying my best to 100% it. And then I'm going to, once, because once Jedi Fallen or Survivor comes out, I'm not going to play Hogwarts again. I'm, I'm, I'm probably not, unless they do like a DLC, but I'm probably not going to play it again. Um, but, uh, but, yeah, but since Falcon is uh, coming up, we did want to give some helpful tips and tricks uh, for the game. And I, I don't know if Jafar, if you added anything to my list here, but um, I had a few suggestions. I definitely had some suggestions. One suggestion I had was to sell things as soon as possible. Uh, I think we talked about it in the last episode, but just dumping everything would be good. And then my suggestion would be to upgrade early. Uh, once you have the ability to unlock Flying Falcon, you can go where the fuck you want. And so I would suggest upgrading your your inventory slots, which means you have to do all the Merlin trials. I think at the end of the day, you have to do like 40 Merlin trials or something, which they're repetitive, but, you know, that kind of sucks still. Uh, they're tedious to do, some of them. And then there's the ancient magic, uh, which is basically you just go to a castle... And you go and touch 
some spots that have magic. But but ye, did you have any uh, questions, Falcon? Anything that you feel you want to know about before you actually buy this game? Um, no, no. I, <laughs> I, I wish I did, you know, but... If I was playing, then I would have some questions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, I definitely, um, like I like I said in the notes, I, I think, you know, selling things as soon as possible, upgrading as early as you can, and then just being careful with your talent points. <clears throat> because there's definitely some abilities that you can unlock that are kind of useless. Like the one example I gave was like stealth. Um, there's four levels of stealth. Um, the first three levels are basically like upgrading, like how close you can get to somebody before they realize that you're there. <clears throat> because when you go with stealth Falcon, um, you can do the, uh, what is it? The Petrificus Totalis. There you go. That spell. And, uh, you basically just one shot whoever you're going up against. Because they can't see you because you put, like, a spell on yourself to become invisible. And you can do that spell and they just instantly die. But if they see you, then you can't do it anymore. So if you upgrade that part, that's good. But the last upgrade uh, is, like, an Aryan effect. So if someone, if they're standing right next to to another person, that person will also die. But the problem is, is that they're never close like that. And then if they are that close, they're probably going to see you. Uh, because that upgrade doesn't really do that much anymore. So, yeah, I mean, stuff like that, just like being very careful, kind of reading through everything, I think would be would be a good thing. Jafar, do you have any suggestions? Only one. Um, so throughout the game, you're going to encounter a bunch of, like, locked doors. And you need the Alohomora spell to unlock them. And there's three levels. There's like level one, two, and three. Um, and in order to unlock and unlock the ability to unlock all three levels, there are these like uh, moon things that you have to retrieve for the caretaker of Hogwarts. Um. And for, I think, like, the first time, he teaches you level one, Alohomora. And then if you want to learn level two, you got to bring him, like, nine more of these, like, moon things. And then if you want to learn up to the third level to unlock Alohomora three, you have to bring him, like, 18. And these moon things are, like, in random houses and, and random shops, like, all throughout the map. It's They're really all over stupid. Hogwarts. And you can, only, you can only get them at night. So, it, my suggestion is, as soon as you start that quest, just fucking go online and look up a, a <laughs> list of all the locations of where these, like, moon things are. And just spend, like, an hour going and getting them that way whenever you run into a a lock anywhere else on the map you can just open it and you don't have to because there was a few times where i went like deep into a cave or something and then i saw like a chest but there was like a lock and i had it on i wasn't at the level to unlock it yet and i was like well fuck 
Yeah, and going going back into those caves is a bitch to do. You don't want to do it again. I I fully one hundred percent, thousand percent agree with what Jafar just said. As soon as you can just upgrade that, just fucking upgrade it. It's tedious, especially because it can only be done at night. But fuck it, dude. I mean, but your your character will randomly know if there's a moon thing there because sometimes you'll just walk by a house. Without oh, even yeah. it, and, and he'll just be like, oh, "You're mine now, demi guys." Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, do that, and then when when you unlock spells, just like experiment with different um, like uh, you get the, when you have your spell slots, you'll have like triangles, circle, X, and square, and you can assign a different spell to each one. But there's like eight, there's like 18, 20 spells, something like that. Yeah. So just experiment and see like which combinations you like. Cause like for me, it took me a while. And then I finally figured out, I was like, okay, I want, I want Expelliarmus on the top. And I want, so that was triangle. And then I was like, and then I'll have uh, Leviosa on on circle so i can make my enemy just float in the air and then i'll put this on x and you just like experiment to see which ones work well together that's that's funny jafar because i never use leviosa nor do i use accio uh, nor do i use uh like uh what's the other one like uh arrest momentum i don't use those hardly ever recently i started to because I was able to upgrade it to where when you use it, it gives them a curse. So mm. that way, Avada Kedavo can work better. But my my go-to is the Pulso on the front, on the top, Expelliarmus, Contigo, and then Bombarda. And I just do all of those all at once. And it just fucking, like, it's been just fucking killing people, so. Um, nah, man. You, the Levioso was on my circle. And my square was descendo. So I would raise people up and they'd be floating. And then the person who was floating, I would just hit descendo and they would just slam into the ground. And usually that's a one hit KO. Or not one hit, but you know. I gotta try it. I gotta see what happens. It's just real fun. You just lift them up and then slam them. There's like like a line too that like some of the villains say where it's like, I'll do Levioso and they'll float. And they'll be like, oh, uh, uh, I'm afraid of heights. And then I'm like, <laughs> oh, are you? Descendo. And then they'll slam back into the ground. You. I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. Let me put you back on the ground. The dark wizard in you is coming out. Yeah. But, but yeah. Okay, yeah. man. And now I'm, I, I, I'm done with it. But it's a really easy game to just kind of fiddle around with if you don't feel like playing anything else. So. I made my second character, and I'm just fucking around with her. I mean, uh, my, I mean, <clears throat> like, just, like, closing thoughts with it, you know, definitely just, it, it's going to take time, but I think if you upgrade early, it'll be worth it, so that way, like, later down the line, when you're, like, actually trying to, um, uh, like, fight some of these bosses, it's a cakewalk, because you're, you have all the ancient magic spots because uh in the game ancient magic is like a almost 
a one-shot kill for whoever you you use it against. For the bigger enemies, it it's like like it does like two three thousand dollars or dollars two three thousand uh, dollars. I did it again. God damn it! Uh, <laughs> two to three thousand uh, hit points on whoever you're you're attacking. So it does take out a good chunk of of their of their life. But ye. hopefully we're not scaring you from it just with all this shit that we're talking about. It's just. I know it's it could be a lot, but it's fun. We promise you, it's fun. No, I'm not scared, but I do have a question. Um, so, based off of me and my time and how I don't have the most time in the world to play games, but also the fact that I've never completed an RPG game, what do y'all think? Do y'all think what in what time frame do you think Falcon Two will finish? Hogwarts Legacy. Do you think Falcon Shoe will finish in one to three months? Three to six months? Six to nine months? Or nine months to a year to never? I give you three to six. I don't know because I, I I'm I finished I finished the game at forty-three hours. So how how much how many hours did you use Jafar to finish it? I beat the game at sixty ish hours, but that was taking time to do like a lot of side quests. Not a yeah. lot, but a good amount of side quests. If you just stick to the main story, you could probably beat it in about a total of thirty to forty hours. So And I'm... if you play it on normal mode, the the combat's not hard. Once you get used to it, it's pretty pretty easy. And that, that's why, like, I'm curious, like, because I, I did all the, like, whatever missions popped up is what I is what I did. And I did them all all at once. But yeah, man, I don't know. Like, I guess it just depends on how many hours a day you plan on playing. Like, if you're playing uh, one hour a week, then, yeah, it might take you it might take you some time to actually beat that game. <laughs> that's uh, like a year, right? Yeah. I'll probably be a year. <laughs> well, you know. So, so is that your guess? Yeah, I'm curious. I think about a year for me. Okay, nine months to a year to never. That's that's that category. Well, all right. You know, hey, I get it. I get it. And uh, you know, all I can say is I'll do my best. Yeah. And I'll enjoy it while I do it. I hope. But uh, speaking of uh, passing tests, <laughs> <laughs> we're going to put the Darth Jafar to the challenge here. Every now and then throughout the cast, y'all may hear Darth Jafar throw out a random Spanish word because he does I'll have do some. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, <laughs> so he does have some spanish in his blood or you may say uh mexican right yeah um and and so he'll throw out a spanish word and and, uh, a lot of times it's right but sometimes it's not like last time uh cilantro came on the line and uh forgot what he said but then he was like oh yeah you're you're in oh we thought you were going to be in ravenclaw like you're Hermano, 
<laughs> and uh, he's like, that's that's husband, right? And we we're like, Step that's Romano. brother. And uh, yeah, me, me and Seth were like, Step Romano, like, you know. And then I said, no, we were like, no, that's Esposo. And he's like, oh, Esposo. And then he went down some other like rat hole, a rabbit hole of like Spanish words. But so every now and then, you know, you'll you'll hear him throw out his Spanish words, and it's a valiant effort. And it's all it's entertaining as well, you know. So we decided to put him to the test today. And so Jafar, we're going to start out with some simple phrases. First of all, phrases. Uh, yeah. Well, you know, single words or short sentences. The first mm-hmm. one here, uh, these you're gonna, I'm gonna have you translate them. I'm gonna tell you the English, and then you just tell me how that would be said in Spanish. Okay. Uh, so the first one here. How do you say hello in Spanish? <laughs> okay, no, 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 this is good. This is hola. <laughs> yes, that is correct. Um, now, how do you say I speak English in Spanish? Um, yo soy habla inglés that's pretty good pretty good yeah uh, <laughs> I, I don't really you know think it's necessary to correct anything there i think uh, yeah. If, yeah i mean this since he just took like an advanced spanish class he'd probably be like you know you don't have to say you don't have to say so because you said i am talking spanish <laughs> Or no, English. Because you said, yo soy. It's like, yo soy is like, I am, or... Mm. So, yo hablo en inglés. Yeah, you might even be able to just get away with hablo inglés, right? Yeah. Yeah, actually, you don't even have to say That's so casual. (laughs) That's only... It's only if you're talking to someone that's younger. If you want to talk to someone older than you, you better be proper. <laughs> but I'll give you that one. Um, now, this one here, Darth Jafar, if you can say in Spanish the following sentence, my name is Darth Jafar. Me, me amo Darth Jafar. You don't need to say S. <laughs> that's pretty good, man. Yeah, I would give him a hundred there. Me, as well. It's going to get more intense now. You're on fire. You got three in a row here, according to the judges. Um, And hopefully you can get number uh, four in a row here, because, Jafar, can you tell us how to say good morning? Buenos dias. (laughs) (laughs) I sense the uh, lack of confidence there, but that is correct. Yes, yes, very nice. Very Sometimes nice. I forget if it's buena or bueno. Yeah. Buenos dias. So I'm going to ask you a question here, Jafar, and if you can answer in Spanish. Okay. And you just one of them, because uh, I know you have two of these. But what color is your cat? <laughs> I'll, I'll go with negro, because that's pretty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But in a full sentence, how would you oh, respond? In a complete sentence. Me, me gato es negro. Hey! 
Damn. Jafar S. En Fuego. Now, um, okay, this one here. Can you tell me in Spanish? Billy likes to drink soda. <laughs> oh, man. Drink. Um, drink. What the fuck is drink? Um, Billy likes to drink soda. Uh, now there's sentence structure, too. So I feel like it's soda. Billy likes to drink. So it's like soda. No, I almost said it like in a Japanese way. Soda. Uh, no, I'm gonna put Billy in the front. Billy Gustar. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Drink. Fuck. A C word is coming into my my head. Um, <laughs> no. C U N T. I wish. <laughs> <laughs> Billy Gustar Comisa Soda. <laughs> is Comisa a thing? Right? You got it. You got it. <laughs> No, he didn't. What are you talking about? Comisa. I mean, Gomez is a word. Right. I mean, Gomez is a word. So, Comisa is not a thing? I don't believe so. No, like, drink. I mean, very, you know, pretty, pretty, um, What's that word? Impressive that you uh, had Gustar because, you know, that is likes to likes. So you had that. But then drink is like a beber. Oh, I have known that, dude. And then refrescos is usually for sodas, but I would have. Sodas is excessive. Refrescos. He would have needed to conjugate. Gustav. So, so what's the proper way to say it altogether? I would, I want to say it's Billy le gusta uh, beber soda. Yeah, right on. Damn. <laughs> football rules. And then, um, okay, next one here, Jafar. Can you say in English? I'm sorry, can you say in Spanish? Miss Slippy's car? Uh. It's green. Car? Um, Senora Lippi's automobile is verde. <laughs> I don't know the slang. I don't know the slang for car. Coche. Coche. Every but time I read it, though, it sounds like coochie. And I'm like, hey, now. <laughs> I'm taking the, the the fundamental way out. I, I would give it to him, you know. Um, yeah, you could say El Caro or El Auto or 
Carro, yeah. El carro de Miss Slippy es. Oh. Yeah, oh, yeah. Señorita. El carro de Señora Lepi es verde. Yeah. Uh, y... me romantic. <laughs> now we just have a couple more here. And uh, these, you're actually, we're going to ask you these. These were brought to you by Siete. Uh, we're going to ask that you translate these because I'm going to say them in Spanish and you just tell us what it is in English. Okay. Right, I might have a shot. Here we go. Uh, Siete, do you remember them or do you want me to say them? You want me? I can, I have them. Okay. I, I need to read them again, but I can, if you want me to read them, I can. Do you want me to? If you, if you have them, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'll read them. Um, let me see here. Hold on. Hold. I guess it was a little further back. Um, all right. Here we go. Uh, jefe. Por favor, traduce esta fresa al japonés. Can you read that on 0.5 speed? <laughs> Por favor, Darth Jafar. Traduce esta fresa, frese, al japonés. What was the tran word again? The tran? Traduce. Traduce. Traduce de what? what? Uh, traduce uh, este frase al japonés. Jafar, can you translate Japanese? Close, actually, that was really close. Uh, it was, uh, please translate this sentence into Japanese. Damn, fuck. That was good. Is that, that was traducius translate. Uh, yes, traducid is to translate. Okay, damn. And I almost didn't get Japanese, but then I was like, no, that's a, that's a, that's a Spanish J. Not an H. Is it all, I, I was almost thinking of habaneros. <laughs> um, all right. One more question or one more sentence here. La programa de TV Obi-Wan es una programa decente. I just need that. What's that last word again? Decente? Decente. The TV program Obi-Wan is, wait, say the sentence again. Una programa uh, decente. TV program Obi-Wan is the number one program of all time. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm glad I got that. I got that soundbite. I'm going to just use that from now on. I'm actually going to no. change that out. But um, uh, close. 
close. It was uh, the TV show Obi-Wan is a good program or a decent program. Oh, decent. Yeah, it was decent at best. <laughs> no, he said number one <laughs> show. So he, he said, said number one show. He said number one of all time. Of all time. <laughs> so, I yeah, mean. You heard, you heard the undoubtedness, like the, doubt, the doubtfulness in there. <laughs> I, don't, I didn't hear anything about that. I heard you say that yeah, Obi-Wan in was. My I heard you say Obi-Wan was the number one show of all time. So there's that. Thank you. Thank you for, for playing my game, Jafar. <laughs> I just said I was expecting. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Yeah, man. This 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 you're gonna push it up a grade level probably in the next one. Next time we do this. Well this now we know K five. We know that you're not at an entry level. You're I think, advanced. I think I, I can probably get away with translating from English or from Spanish into English a little better. But putting things into Spanish is going to be tougher. But I feel like I heard my grandma and my aunts talking Spanish enough to kind of get ideas of what was being said. Yeah. It's crazy. You knew you knew so you like you remembered some of the verbs, you know, like likes and eats and stuff. So, all right, congratulations, Jafar. I haven't taken a Spanish class since, like, SPJ. <laughs> you took zero Spanish in, in high school? You did Japanese? Yeah, all years, oh. Japanese. And then when I went to SAC uh, before the Navy, I was enrolled in a Spanish class, but I stopped showing up after, like, the fourth week. <laughs> That's a way of doing things. Oh, yeah. We'll see. Si se puede. I still never looked up what it actually is. He can get by. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, I was, I was surprised. So, I guess good thing that you weren't drinking anything because that would have been boring because you probably would have only drank twice. Yeah. Well, that. If you push it up a grade level, like I said, next time I'll probably have to take a few shots. Yeah, well, we'll we'll definitely look into that. I'm just happy I got my voice my voice right. That's all I needed. No, that's edited as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Like this this whole Spanish test was, was just for that <laughs> because of that. Yeah. <laughs> I just wanted to to get that bit from you, Jafar. Oh, that's why he made that the last one because he wanted to like fuck with your mind to like break your mind down a little bit. Should have known as soon as I heard Obi Wan. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it was funny though because like you you said it was the number one program and I thought you were gonna stop there but then you went as far as saying of all time and I was well, like I didn't, I didn't know what descent I mean and I was like. Part of me was like, does that mean like decades or <laughs> like, I don't know what I was well, thinking. I purposely looked for a word that, because I, I was going to just do something else, but I didn't, <laughs> but I didn't want you to uh, guess it immediately because I wanted you to say what I wanted you to say. But you I said more than what I wanted that. you to say. 
<laughs> so we can success. Huh? Did you hear that? Hear what? Oh no, I'm gonna end up giving myself a hemi. Don't get a fucking hemorrhoid. <laughs> I was queuing it up. I was like, "What?" It's not worth it. Don't it don't get a hemorrhoid yeah. for the gram. I'm gonna do fucking, that. He just fucking blows. I'm gonna wipe and see if this smells like Carnegie style. Uh. <laughs> hey, put that in a package and send it over here, man. <laughs> Bueno, um, I guess on that note. Fucking <laughs> 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 Jafar. I know sometimes the audience may wonder, like, man, you know, I kind of wish we could see y'all, but in this instance. You don't want to see shit. Do not want to see what's going on. We'd be canceled. Oh, yeah, we'd be canceled. This would be immediately turned into like an NC-17 fucking podcast. There's a good amount of corn in that one. <laughs> <laughs> like, you just had corn for like dinner, right? And it's already coming up. I had it yesterday, but it's still in my system. You know what? Next episode we do, I'm going to research why the fuck corn stays in the body like that. Because that's... I, I thought it has no nutrients to break down anyway. I don't know. I, I, I saw that in, in Austin Powers. I never understood the joke. I was like, I don't understand that. And then I started noticing that corn was in my shit. And I'm like, oh, that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There you go, Jafar. Take it to the throat. <laughs> Take it to the throat. Take it to the throat. And this is without any drinking. <laughs> You're fine. Oh. Just throwing out entertainment after entertainment. He's getting a little sloppy head. <laughs> Slap it. Slap it. <laughs> bueno, está bien. Está bien. As a uh, Jafar continues to use his vibrating rod there. We'll go ahead and exit here. Uh, this is Falcon Chew. Um, we look forward to seeing y'all in the next episode, but uh, we thank you for listening uh, to our listener in India and uh, as well as our listeners here in the United States, as well as well, we have some in Germany as well, right? Yeah, we have them all over the world. Germany. All over. All over uh, the world. We are multinational. We'll see what else we come out with as far as like other uh, socials and stuff. Uh, yee! But this has been Falcon Chew, and uh, I'll let my my colleagues come out here on a on a positive note or negative. We'll see what they do. You heard it here first. Jafar loved Obi-Wan. Pinche. Vaya con Dios, mi amigos. Nosotros es GSPN. There you go.
gracias. Good note to end it on. Atao, atao. Peace out. Y volver, volver. R.I.P. This has been another episode of GSPN. Follow us on social media at Geek Sports Podcast Network on Facebook, official GSPN on Instagram, and official underscore GSPN on Twitter. And while you're there, help some brothers out and share our content. Thanks for listening, everyone. Take care.